Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to that stupid fantasy football show. I'm Tim here today with Adam. What's up, Adam? Hello. How you doing? Um, good. I'm good. I'm here. I'm present. Week two. Man, flying by. Can you believe it? Yeah. You can? Uh, I guess, sure. Why not? I mean, it's here, so I guess I have to. It's been a few days now since it's been here, for real. Yeah, yeah, in terms of fantasy. Yeah, I guess you're right. You kind of have to buy in at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's here. <laughs> it's visible. <laughs> uh, it was really fun, can I say, too. It was so f- I had so much fun on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I had a good time. Uh, Fantasy-wise, it was okay. I had I had some L's, I had some W's, but uh, it was really fun watching just the games. It was fun watching the Bears come back. Oh man, that was awesome. Um, although although I know it won't last to 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 do all that just to beat the Lions, it's, <laughs> it's not a good sign. Yeah, that was confusing. Um, that whole that whole game was uh, was a bit bizarre. Kind of like that Eagles and Redskins game. It just seemed like it was going one way, and then all of a sudden yeah. it wasn't. I didn't see it. I didn't see that one because I only watched the Bears games. Uh, the Bears game at uh, ten a.m. You fucking or... poser, fantasy football fan. But then I flipped it on red red zone after that. It's got to be I mean, red I was, zone. I was checking in. I was checking in. I was making sure, seeing what was going on, but. I'm not like you, where I've abandoned. Well, I mean, you got spoiled. Your team, your team won a bunch of championships, and then you're like, ah, I don't even care anymore. I'm just going <laughs> to focus on fantasy. Like, I don't have that luxury. There's something I've seen, I've seen the Bears. Well, I mean, I was like two years old when they won, yeah. uh, so I've really only seen them get to the Super Bowl once. And uh, yeah, it would be Bragger. nice to see them. It, it'd be nice to see them win. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, you, there's something there with what you're saying. I honestly, I, um, I, but I do find myself like still pumping my fist and getting excited when they score and everything. But yeah, last week, week one, I was just watching Red Zone, like I have done instead of the actual Patriots game and Red Zone in addition yeah, for the last yeah. couple of seasons. So, yeah. you know, what's paramount to me is my goddamn fantasy football team. What the fuck? Yeah, sure. And in true, uh, I don't know that, why you're mad about it. But. <laughs> in true, uh, that stupid fantasy football show fashion, we uh, skipped a show in week one. Oh, absolutely! Can't can't be that stupid fantasy football show without just skipping the very first week of fantasy. Uh, it was. Who needs it? Who needs it? If you're if you're not sure what to do week one, I mean, no one is because no one right. knows for sure. Like it's all kind of a crapshoot. Um, and so, and then you got to look at the waiver wire after week one, especially if your team lost or your team got some injuries. There's some pretty big injuries, at least it, you know for the next couple of weeks. So, what was the biggest mistake you made lineup wise in week one? Um, you know, honestly, it, nothing that I'm really beat up about. I guess I could have played Jonathan Taylor instead of Le'Veon Bell. I think that was the one. It, it wouldn't have won me the week. 
And he didn't know he was going to get hurt anyway. Yeah, I didn't know he was going to get hurt. Uh, I didn't know that the Jets were still just awful. Just awful. Oh, God. (laughs) I mean, like, I know they ended up putting up 17 points, but man. And then Crowder's out this week, too. So they don't have Bell, Crowder, or, and then uh, Mims is on the IR. Yeah, it's Herndon time. Herndon, yeah, there you go. All all day long. Your boy, your boy. (laughs) All day, all night. I don't know. That team, that team's pretty bad. Now they're like relying on Frank Gore to come in and be their like lead back. I don't know. Hey. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I do like um, Sam Darnold. I think I think he's he's not. I don't get that. I don't think not, he's any. He's. I don't think he's any yeah. better than you know what Trubisky is. In fact, when in Trubisky's second year, he was really good. He had a really good second year. Yeah. Um, you know, so like I know Trubisky gets the most hate because he was the number two pick, but wasn't Darnold the number one pick? Uh, I don't know. I don't. Or like maybe. he was, he was up there. Four. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He was up yeah. there, but like, I just don't see it with him. At least not yet. Yeah, I don't know. I I agree that if we're comparing them, I think they're pretty much the same. A little bit. I, I, for some reason, I believe in Darnold more. I don't know if that's just impression of what I've seen. I think that's like what. just media coverage and the whole like mm. Mahomes. I think it's like the whole. I mean, don't get me wrong. Trubisky is not good. <laughs> he's not good. Um, like he's yeah. he's very inaccurate. Uh, although he's definitely more athletic than Sam Darnold. He can get more things done with his legs. Opens up the playbook a little bit more. Um, I think he he has a better arm, stronger arm. He's just not accurate. Like if he if if he could somehow learn to be accurate, which I don't know, you can teach. Um, he'd, yeah, he'd be pretty good. I mean, he had a good year in his second year. Last year was not good. Yeah, but and you're a Bears fan though, so it's tough to ask you to be impartial. When honestly, you're talking about the Bears. To be honest with you, out of like all the fan bases in Chicago, I think the Bears fans for the most part are the most realistic and and, and the hardest on the team. Um because the Bears just can't get out of their own way. Um Yeah. I don't know. Um but they uh, won. They did. What's your hope level at for them for this season? I think, you know, they went, why do you keep on going on mute? Just to let you talk so so I don't make any noises. Oh, wow. You're really respectful. (laughs) Um, Start crowing, too. That's another one. Oh, there there you go. 12 trains running by. Um, Yeah, I I think. um, What was the question? How many train whistles? <laughs> how many by? train whistle? How many roosters live outside? Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Bears. Hopes, yeah. What What are your hopes on them for the season? I mean, the hope would be that they can make the playoffs. You um, want that as a Bears fan, but you don't think that they can win at all. Um. Hey, once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. Um, exactly. This is what I'm saying. You're, you, <laughs> you can't look at you. I, I think, honestly, honestly, my hopes are that their defense is still very, very good and can get to that point where they can get a lot of takeaways and they can start really winning games with their defense. And then Trubisky goes back to year two Trubisky and um, maybe they have a team that can get into the playoffs and do something. Yeah, I don't think they can win. I think there's much better teams. But when you have a Super Bowl caliber, caliber defense that can get takeaways, that puts you in the game. 
especially if your offense isn't completely incompetent, which I think they have the potential to not be completely incompetent. Yeah. Um, and that division I don't think is that great. Minnesota's defense has gotten much worse. Yeah. Um, wow. Why would uh, we see that in, on display in week one? And I think, you know, I think Green Bay's offense is back, you know, with Devontae Adams healthy. I think that's good. Rodgers look good. But I don't think uh, – Rodgers is still getting a little long in the two that has that type of production this year. Like what people – I saw people, is, is Rodgers going to be an elite quarterback? Like I think he'll be very good. I don't think he's going to be top five fantasy though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wonder if you're just saying that because you uh, traded him away this offseason. But... <laughs> and because I hate him. Um, no, no I, I think, I mean, there's no way he goes from the last two years the way he played. In the year before, he had Devontae Adams, and he still was looking, you know. The, the franchise sees it. They drafted a quarterback with their first-round pick. So, I mean, I think he'll have some really – he had some really great games last year. He had like a 50 plus point game last year. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I don't think this game, I just think the Minnesota defense is bad now. Yeah. Like they lost some pieces and I just don't think they're the once great defense that they once were. Yeah. Packers are pretty good, I think. But um, can I just. Yeah, I think they're the best team in the division as of now, I yeah. would say. Can I just say that Adrian Peterson uh, doing what he did in in week one of the 2020 season, rushing yeah. 14 times for 93 yards, yeah. um, is like, and he's he's 35 years old as a running back. He's been in the and league he had, since. But he had a year. He had a year or so off. He, he had, had actually one, two years off. One because of injury. One because he beat his child. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's been in the league since 2007. Like him doing that at yeah. 35, though. Well, he's a freak of nature. Well, like, I, I think, mean, but but physically, that's that's kind of like what Brady, like as impressive as what Brady's done at 43, being in the league, still playing at that level. Yeah, because he's taking way more hits. He's yeah. you know, especially he's using his legs constantly. I mean, so much more wear is, and tear. He is he is just a freak though. Like he's just one of those guys. Like I mean, look at Frank Gore. Look what Frank Gore is doing. Him too. I mean, maybe yeah. I mean, just some guys are just built differently. Yeah. And I think it's it's body and it's being able to take care of your body, but it's also the mental thing. Yeah, and, I'm a little more impressed physically by Peterson though because he looked absolutely. really great out there. And he did. you know what? Like like Gore, as great as his career was, he's like a career. Uh, you know, he he was really good at certain seasons, but he was he he's going to be known more for longevity than being an amazing player. Not going to be the same for Peterson. Nobody wants to tackle that guy. He's like a goddamn no. freight train coming at you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sorry, I'm uh, just ordering some lunch here. Oh, perfect time to do it. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> so I guess it wouldn't be our show if it, I didn't do something like this, right? Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree. He, he looks really good. Um, but with that said, I'm not rushing. Um, I'm trying to find the sandwich sandwich okay. portion. But with that said, I'm not rushing to uh, pick up Adrian Peterson off the waiver wire or anything, but... Because that that uh, backfield's a mess yeah. still with DeAndre Swift, who dropped a touchdown. He dropped the game winner. Oh my god! Yeah, 
Well, that's that's the other thing with the Bears when it's like they probably <laughs> yeah. should have lost. <laughs> yeah, that game was so crazy. But yeah, the I mean, Swift just dropped it. Like he could have caught it and, and fell. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think uh, that's just tough. I think that might be nerves. I think that also just might be yeah. you just dropped one. Uh, but he he did show flashes. Swift showed flashes that he uh, could be uh, a nice maybe like later in the year when. AP starts to fade a little bit because I don't think AP keeps up this pace. No, no, I think Swift year. is going to be good. I think uh, he's a good player. He did look fine out there. I think on that play, he got a little uh, out over his skis, if you will. Um, I think he just got nervous. He saw the ball coming at him. He had a touch. I think it was the game winner coming at sure. him, and he knew it. And he he turned his head to run up field before he secured the ball. And really, all he had to do was just fall, let the momentum take him. And yeah. um and he turned instead, yeah. which again he didn't have to do. So I think that just comes with experience. He's not going to be making that same mistake for sure next week or the week after. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think he looked pretty solid in terms of rookie yeah. running backs. Um, a lot of the rookies look pretty solid. Um, they did, and uh, I, I started Antonio Gibson, and uh, it was kind of a last minute thing for me, and I don't. Uh, he, he got, he got <laughs> well, I only started him because, um, last minute Bryce love, I think it was got scratched and I wasn't even considering starting him at all, but I had a flex spot and I was like, ah, what the hell I had Devonte Parker. Devonte Parker. Yeah. He was in that Devontae slot Parker. all week and ultimately Parker had a better game by two points. So it didn't hurt, uh, at all. Um, six and a half for Gibson. Yeah eight and a half for Parker Parker, I think went out around halftime though. So I'm sure he would have had a much bigger game. Yeah. But so Antonio Gibson, yeah. also a rookie running back. He had nine carries 36 yards, uh, two catches for eight yards. And this is for Washington. And uh, I think he looked pretty yeah. good from what I saw, but obviously he didn't get a huge workload. And then Peyton Barber had like 17 carries for 29 <laughs> yards. And then, but he had the two touchdowns, which in fantasy right. is so important. Um, I mean, when, when you look at the Ravens, like basically Dobbins and uh, Ingram had the same sort of day in terms of rushing yards, but Dobbins got the two touchdowns. So you start to say, well, I can't ever start Ingram until I see him getting goal line work because especially in that offense, the goal line work is yeah. so important. Yeah, I mean, that's that's true. I'm not planning on starting Gibson anytime soon, but I would start him even if uh, he just gets catches. But, um, you know, it's really the run, like the uh, the, the plays, uh, the amount he was out there, and the amount of touches uh, only being 11 yeah. in this case, not enough. If it was like nine of those were catches, I'd be like, okay. Uh, like my yeah. boyfriend, Naheem Hines. Yeah, you spent almost all your waiver money. On him. <laughs> I did. I spent 110 out of 150 dollars on Naheem Hines. Yeah, I, I think he's really good. Like, and I think he has a valuable role in that offense. Uh, Rivers, as he showed last week, loves to dink and dunk with the running backs. So I think he's going to get a chance to get you know five, six, seven receptions a game. Yeah. Um, I the only thing. You know, and also being a Jonathan Taylor owner in many leagues, um, he looked good in the passing game too. Oh, he looked great. Um, I, I by no means was yeah. uh, was me drafting um, or uh, paying for Naheem Hines any kind of slight against Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, no, you saw value in him. He, I mean, I think 
Naheem Hines can average. Let's talk. You know, ten to fifteen. Let's fantasy talk about the. Uh, first of all, we're in a full point PPR, and uh, full and point. The Pepper. Indianapolis Colts now have Philip Rivers, the probably the best uh, quarterback uh, throwing to a running back in the history of the NFL. Uh, I don't know if I, I have any numbers yeah. to back that up right off the top of my head, but um, well, at least he he, he, he he's made a lot. a lot of running backs relevant. He's made two running backs relevant in his sure. in his entire career, and now uh, the who seemed like maybe the one A in that backfield at the start of Week One, Marlon Mack goes down for the entire season. You go. So let's you look go. at the the box score here. Poured out, poured so, out for Marlon, so Marlon Mack, Mack before he left. Out. He had four carries for 26 yards and he had three catches for 30 yards on three targets. So that's three targets. Naheem Hines for running back targets. Uh, he had eight targets, eight catches for 45 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. And then Jonathan Taylor, the well, receiving. receiving yeah. And uh, Naheem Hines on the ground, seven carries, 28 yards and a score. And then your boyfriend, Jonathan Taylor, nine carries for 22 yards and six catches for 67 yards on six targets. And is this like that? This is, every like that. running back target was delivered securely to the running back. So that's further proof that Philip Rivers yeah. loves throwing to the running backs. And, and my God. So, so, yes, this guy, I think Naheem Hines was worth every penny of that 110. And if the, if well, the draft happened, if the draft happened today, I feel like he'd be like an eighth rounder. He'd be like where James White goes. Who, who's, who, who, yeah, no, I think he has James White type value. Go. I think he'll probably be more valuable. He, than his upside White. is like Darren Sproles um, on the Saints. Uh, yeah, which I is crazy. That. that was like a top um, twelve PPR I do back, think, or even higher. I do think. I would, yeah, I, I do think he does have uh, a ceiling. Strolls um, there. in a PPR. Yeah, I don't think he's catching 90 balls okay. this year. You want to put I money just, on it? I, maybe he does. I, no. <laughs> that's why he, maybe he does. But, like, I, that's, I, I, he has to be, but the thing about Sproles and, like, Eckler that were catching 90 balls was they were also like pretty good runners. I don't say Naheem Hines is a bad runner. I mean, he scored a rushing touchdown. He, he, he did well, but like he's never had more than usually like five to eight. Carries. Oh yeah. Whereas like Eckler and even Sproles in his heyday, um, you know, could get up to 15, yeah. you know, 17 Maybe carries. Um, I just don't think Naheem Hines in this offense um, necessarily do but I think they're definitely going to have probably a lot of two running back sets I think because that's going to be t- tough for and I think that's going to also help out the receivers on that offense yeah. too with T.Y. Hilton and Paris Campbell I like them too well Marlon them. Mack uh poured one out he it sure did it sure Open did out. make I want to give the guy I a know. hug he's helped me so much in fantasy by yeah it definitely injured. made um, Marlon, I mean, uh, Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines' roles in fantasy that much more valuable. Um, no question yeah. about it. Absolutely. So I don't know, like, like hot, like Taylor today, if the draft happened today without a Marlon Mack there, he, I think he's yes. like a second rounder. Yes, or first he's the first or second rounder. Yeah. Yes. How about Paris yeah, Campbell yeah. on the same team? The Colts. Yeah. I love him. I love him. Yeah. I got him too. 
I got that whole team. I got I got the most not of that Naheem team. Hines. Not not Naheem Hines. I did try for him, but I'm too rich what for my blood. Bid? I think thirty three bucks. Out of here with that shit. Uh, it doesn't matter. Like I had a lot of the guys that were the top of the waiver wire anyway that I already had on my team. Benny uh, Benny, Benny Snell, Snail. Uh, Paris Campbell, Benny Snail, uh, Paris Campbell already had. Uh, and then I picked me up some Scotty Miller last Ooh, night. Yeah, Love that was that a good pickup. I like that. For for eight bucks. For eight Shh. bucks. What a steal. We know Tom Brady what loves throwing to guys who look like Wes Welker, Julian Edelman. <laughs> he just I wonder if he just calls them all Wes. <laughs> Come on, Wes. I see. Yo, I Wes. think that might be what it is. No, Wes, he, I'm just gonna be peppering targets. I might just be Wes. confused. Like, oh, we right. don't know. Yeah. His brain it's is unclear. Yeah, but uh, I Scotty Scotty Miller looked really good, uh, and um, if he has that sort of role, and then Godwin might be out this week, and it could—I mean, a concussion—that's serious. Like, if you know, so if Godwin misses extended time, uh, or you know, I could just if Scotty Miller has a huge game this week, just go trade him to the Godwin owner that's, of the league. Yeah, that's a possibility too. Um, yeah, no, I think Scotty Miller's a good player. He's uh, physically most comparable to Tyler Lockett um, at five. Yeah, at five yeah, nine one seventy four. He's twenty three, and uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, he ran a four point four four forty which is the 83rd percentile. I'm looking on playerprofiler.com. You should use the site if you don't. Oh. Agility Ooh, score. Show, show 76th percentile in the agility score. Yeah, no, this guy's the real deal. So, yeah, so no. and he's young. So, like, we don't know. We, we don't know who he is. I mean, he honestly looks a lot like Julian Edelman or Wes Welker. He's yeah. agile. He's fast. Yeah. It's, yeah, and I think... As much as Godwin will probably play the slot at times, like he has another role in that offense. So I think Scotty Miller is just the slot guy. And with Tom Brady, like especially in the first, you know, several weeks, like Tom Brady's still figuring that offense out and everything. Um, they're only gonna get better, I would assume. So Tom yeah, Brady. I think Tom Brady loves you should be. I'm excited to have you should be in a PPR. I don't know how many runner. touchdowns he's gonna score, but Tom Brady loves to have some kind of safety valve like a Scotty Miller type or a short area target who he knows will be open when he needs him to be open. And yeah, and did did uh Ron, how many passes did Ron uh, Jones? I catch? don't know. I didn't I don't know. Let me take a look there. Or the running backs in general, how many did they catch? Because if it's not many, then that means like Scotty. Well, yeah. So I think, um, oops. Yeah, let me go to that. Um, so they were throwing a lot to the tight ends, obviously. So they have a lot of tight ends. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that could just be matchup too. That could just be the, the, the match. Although Gronk didn't do much. It was mostly So they have OJ Howard. Howard. He was four for 36 and he scored. He had six targets. So they're going to use OJ Howard. Mm-hmm. Gronk for two sure. for eleven on three targets didn't look great didn't do much. Is is he going to be more of a decoy this year? Right? I you can't imagine he's along for the ride for just decoy purposes. Hey, if he's not getting hit a bunch and tackled a bunch, maybe he is. They're gonna you know? <laughs> like they're you gonna know I'll, I'll win. They'll, I'll win one more. I'll, I'll they're gonna the use him though sure. in the red zone if nowhere else because yeah. he he doesn't want to be there. For he's sure. you know he's just not going to be there otherwise. I feel like. 
Um, yeah, but I mean, are we going to see like anything close to? No, what no, definitely not. No, nothing even close. No, not it even seems. No, I don't think so. It seems like uh, okay. OJ Howard is the tight end to own there. I, I'm curious to see what happens in week two, but I'm not ready to say drop a lot of good, yet. But a lot of good tight end productions. This see when the dust one. settles on these. Um, you know, you can still, you're still going to be able to use tight end as your, uh, or uh, the waiver wire as your backup tight end or your, uh, your bye week tight end fill in if you're lucky enough to find one that you can actually consistently start every week. Yeah. I think like most, uh, because I have Gronk in a league, um, and I was looking at the tight ends. There are some good ones, like, or viable ones, but nothing that I was like, oh, I feel comfortable starting but wait. this person. Every oh, week. no, not every week. But yeah. luckily, 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 I had uh, Noah Fant, who I think is going to have yeah. a really good year. I know Cortland Sutton wasn't playing, but I, I still like the way he looked and the way he had a chemistry with Drew Locke. I think that's, uh, I think that's going to be nice. They're going to be. I think. I mean, even though they're going to run the ball and you know be somewhat conservative, I think there's going to be some viable fantasy yeah. players. No, I think team. he looked great. Yeah, I liked him. Uh, Hawkinson looked good yep. on the Lions. Um, Jimmy Graham even looked fairly decent on the Bears, even though it took almost the whole game to get to him. But uh, he seemed to have some sort of rapport there with Trubisky, and he looked good. My boy uh, Dallas Godert. Yeah, Dallas Godert. He really did, game. and um, I can't believe he yeah, was boy. available so late. And I, I do understand why, um, because he's the back, technically he's a backup Earth. tight end, but. But they're going to run so many two, two tight end sets in that. And, 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 you know, Ertz is a pretty good blocker. Godert's a pretty good blocker, too. But, like, yeah, I like Yeah, he Godert. led the team in targets I, nine over Ertz's seven. Uh, Deshaun Jackson actually had seven targets, too, and Greg Ward. But they didn't do as much as uh, Dallas Godert did. Eight catches, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he really exploded. I think yeah. I think he's the tight end one there. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a little chubby over there. I think he's the tight end one there. I'm not saying Ertz isn't gonna outproduce um, him like once yeah. in a while during, during these games, but yeah, I just don't know how consistent it is going to be in terms of like there will probably be Ertz games, and then when Alshon comes back, like he's another big target. Like um, I, I, I don't think this week is necessarily indicative of what you can expect for Goder oh, going down. Oh, I do, Adam. I really Well, of course, you probably own them in many really, leagues. Really do. No, actually just ours. But um no, I if you I don't know if you paid attention at all to the uh contract situation for Zach Ertz, but it yeah. Oh, I know. I know, but he's but I'm just saying this year he's he is still, still there. there and they will still use him like they did in week 1 or maybe more. Um but is is Dallas Goder time, boy? Yeah, yeah. No, I like him. Yeah. I like him. I mean, a lot. what a name! Right? Uh, I just what a name. I I just kind of I feel like in most drafts I was in a position where I like like I was getting tight ends like back to back because I'd really like kind of like bolstered up my team, had a solid bench where I was comfortable going. Okay, like you know, like the Fant, uh, Cook. Um, Hawkinson, like those guys were there and I kind of preferred those because I felt like I was more comfortable knowing that they had a starting role and they were the one, the number one tight end yeah. on that team. Um, 
But I agree with you. This year could be the year Godert completely takes that role. But I, I, I'd like to see it happen more than just well, week one before I'm willing to go and say he is the tight end to go to on that team because I do think there will be games where Ertz. Well, I agree with you in basically everything you said. Um, And I was taking those guys over Godert too. I didn't want to get Godert. Um, I just so happened to kind of fall into him in the Tyler Perry League. I actually drafted Chris Herndon before him. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like if you're drafting Chris Herndon first, you're already kind of down there Mm -hmm. in the draft. You know, when you're like I was probably drafting tight ends maybe a couple of picks before that. Um, so if you're waiting to that end, then, oh, yeah, then Herndon and Goder, I would have been excited with that if I waited that long to take yeah. a tight end. And um, he, you know, he's just one injury away from really being like like top three tight end in the league in fantasy. And he's also he's also one injury away from. Uh, <laughs> well, everyone's playing. that. But not everyone is that is that uh, has that much upside if there's just one injury. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But there's guys that I think are already that good, if not better. I would say top three is a little pressing it. I would say, well, even though Kittle's a little banged up, it's, you know, obviously Kelsey, then Kittle. Then I think you got to go Mark Andrews, and then you can start talking. Yeah, so he's three or four. Four. Or three less. or four. No, you, you think he's better than Mark Andrews? In fantasy, I'm saying he... In fantasy, you think he's going to have more points? I'm saying if Ertz was out, I think I think if he would Ertz finish third or fourth in fantasy. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, I'm not right. saying who would be fourth if he was third. I'm just saying. I think, I think he has the potential to be top five if Ertz is yeah. I would say that. So this is his third or uh, second year in the league. Second year in the league? Third year in second. the league. I think it might yeah. be third. Might Let's be, see. When the hell is he yeah. drafted? Possibly. What, what the fuck do I know? Well, this is uh, let's see. We'll t- we'll take a moment to look this up real quick. Let's see. I thought he was. He's he's twenty five. He's six five. Yeah, I don't know. I only have twenty five. It's got to be a start yeah. Here. Okay. okay. I don't know. Yeah. Date joined twenty eighteen. No. So I think he's. Um, oh, so this I think this is his third or his second year. Yeah, that's what we were saying. This no, third year. Okay, yeah, yeah. Last year was 2019. This is okay, yeah. So this is his breakout year as a tight end. <laughs> I'm really glad we got the bomb. <laughs> I was fighting you on on what was helping my point. Yeah. Then you were like changing the narrative. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. Third year. Uh-huh. See, I'm brilliant. I was like, well, no, no, wait. That's why you were trying to gaslight me. <laughs> he he uh, had 58 catches in 2019, 33 in 2018, and he's already got eight in 2020. This is his yeah. breakout year. And and he's got a name like Dallas Godard. First of all, he plays against okay. Dallas we twice a year, being in the same we don't division. Need to start going on about this his, guy that you drafted in your second title. His last name, okay, we get it. He's Godard good. kind of the, sounds a lot like Pater, which kind of means oh, touchdown. Boy, this guy's going to be there scoring go. mad touchdowns this year. He could. He could. He could have eight plus touchdowns which is great for a yeah. tight end. Yeah, he's going to be great. You know who I'm actually like, I was so in one league uh, that I have, uh, I have Hayden Hurst, who I was really high on, didn't have a great no. week one, uh, especially with how many points they scored. Um, 
but I also, and I like accidentally, it was like one of those things where my pick wasn't working and it drafted me Jared Cook. And I was like a little bummed out. I was like, oh, well, at least I got Hayden Hurst the next round. I was like, okay, I'm fine with that. But Cook looked good. And, you know, with no Michael Thomas there, potentially multiple weeks, I'm I'm now excited to have him. (laughs) Like, oh, cool. Also, um, Drew Brees, he's not the same guy anymore. We got to just... Well, he wasn't the same guy. The I last know, year. but yeah. but we weren't really uh, sure. We were like, well, maybe he is. Uh, you know, they they let Teddy Bridgewater think, go, and they they you know Breeze is back. Well, but they got Jameis Winston, and they have Taysom Hill. Like, I think uh, we could see Jameis at some point uh, this year if uh, if. But I mean, they still won. They still outscored Tom Brady. So uh, I, I think they won't hit the panic button until they start losing games because of Drew Brees. But I mean, Drew Brees is still doing the job. He didn't have a great game, but I do think Tampa Bay's defense is also uh, uh, improved. I think they're a solid defense. I'm saying fantasy wise, um, Drew Brees is not ever going to be the same guy uh, as he was, Um, but, but that might make a guy like Jared cook more valuable in Brees's last season. What it, it, Absolutely. Honestly, kind of seems like Absolutely. he was looking at him. Yeah, he was looking at him quite a bit. I mean, obviously, they have Michael Thomas. He's the guy, and you know, you know, dumping off in the backfield to Kamara. But I think uh, Jared Cook. I'm now excited that they made me draft him. <laughs> well, good. Uh, anyone else you're looking yeah. forward to in um, week two? I I will say. Oh, I want to see Benny Snell run all over every Benny team. Snell. Oh man, he looks. He looks. Uh, he looks really nice out there on Monday night. Uh, when and I, I just don't think uh, Connor. I, he's just constantly banged up. He didn't look good when he when he started the game. Um, and and there was so much talk out of camp saying that Snell looked so good. He's you know everyone compares him to that prototypical Steelers running back that's just big and bruising and hits the holes and and he looked every bit of that. I mean he almost he had almost had a bad really bad fumble. Uh, luckily, Juju uh, snagged it up for him, but uh, he looked really nice out there. Um, I, I would like to see him get involved with the passing game a little bit more, but I'm I'm excited to see what he does in week two, yeah. even if Connor does play. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, you're you're hitting on a lot of these guys that I like too. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I, these are the guys that were at the top of the waiver wire. Uh, I like Joshua Kelly. Yeah. I was trying to get him in our league and uh, didn't get him, but I snagged him in another league, and somebody immediately tried to trade me Joshua Kelly for Deshaun Jackson. I said, I don't think so. Yeah, no way. Um, yeah, Joshua Kelly, he looked really good out did. there. And that's he, that's another guy just with Snell. Like, I'd like to see him get involved in the passing game a little bit because he didn't have one reception. And I think Snell maybe had one, or he had at least maybe one target. Um, But if those guys guys can get involved in the passing game, um, those are two guys I think are really solid. Like Joshua Kelly, like I was watching him run, man. I mean, of course it was against the Bengals. Their defense is not that good, but uh, he looked like a really, like he passed the high test at least for me. And um, what about James Robinson, the Jaguars rookie running back? I didn't get a chance to actually see him. I saw his stats to look pretty good. That's uh, why you got to watch the goddamn red zone. Yes, I get it. I get it. I get it. James Robinson. Uh, 
Yeah, best comparable. I think he's valuable. Absolutely, he's a starting um, running back in Jacksonville. Um, I think he he looked he looked really good out there. They won, and Minshew looked good. The wide receivers looked solid. They um, like this guy. This guy was one of the reasons they let Fournette go. Yeah, he's twenty two. He's undrafted. He's uh, best comparable to Kenneth Dixon, who um, is actually a good player if he could ever have stayed on the field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be hard for him to see a lot of touches there in Baltimore. Right, right. Uh, but but it, it, had he ever gotten that full workload, and he had like nice workloads for a game or two here and there, and did well. Yeah. But just couldn't yeah, stay. and he's a good pass. Yeah, he but just couldn't stay healthy. So yeah, I I I mean, if that's what he's going to be, and that means he'll be a big featured part in a PPR league. Yeah, I mean, but I just feel like we're also talking about guys that are owned now or were owned even before week one are you um, telling me who to talk about uh no i'm just making an observation well uh, uh robinson's only owned in 56 percent of leagues of espn leagues that's, anyway that's uh fairly high i would say like i i i'm just interested in guys like is there any guys on the waiver wire that are still on most waiver wires that you're excited about let's take a quick peek or guys that you think you know might hold some value. Um, I like Russell Gage. I think he's pretty good. I think he's still out yeah. there in a lot of leagues. I think a lot of people are mostly afraid that that was like, oh, they, you know, I'd have to see it a couple more times just because they do have Ridley and Julio Jones. He's their third receiver. There's been a lot. Yeah, of- and he becomes very, very valuable if one of those guys goes. That's down. right. And there's been a lot uh-huh. of third receivers that have been valuable in Atlanta in their pass offense um, at times. Mohamed Sanu, he was startable in PPRs. It was like a flex for years. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. It, it's just there will be some of those games. Like, I mean, he's a good bench guy. It's either tight think, end. Uh, it's either tight end or the third receiver in Atlanta is going to do well in any given day, any given week. I, I yeah. think it's always been like that for them. I think when Tony Gonzalez yeah. was there, it was Roddy White. And Tony Gonzalez and then one other player, you know, whether it was Julio or someone else in those years. For sure. For sure. And I mean, I I like, uh, I think uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling has some value there. I think he's a guy I'd I'd like, I think, you know, uh, in terms of like picking up and playing this week, Traquan Smith. Yeah. Um. You know who looked good and looked like they're potentially developing a rapport with uh, Burrow is T. Higgins, that rookie on the uh, Bengals. Yeah, he did look pretty good. Uh, I would like to kind of put a pin in him. Also put a put pin a, in Ch- uh, Chase Claypool. Are you, are you admitting that you want to do voodoo to one of your fantasy team players? It's a figure of speech, but yes, definitely. Oh, okay. You know all about voodoo. <laughs> Tim was a big on voodoo. We made we make videos of him uh, burning effigies. Of, this is live. Don't uh, don't. Oh, oh, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, I was team. No, voodoo. he would. He would. Yeah, he was team voodoo for a while, and it would. And and like when it would work, it would be like so annoying <laughs> because then he'd be like voodoo. <laughs> um, oh, that was great. But I uh, but I think Chase Claypool. Uh, as another guy, I'd like to see what his big Ben, you know, is still big Ben slinging the ball around. Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, and although he was getting gimpy real quick in the game, I was like, oh boy, is he already done? Um, 
Chase I don't know. Claypool would be their third receiver after I think Juju, it, uh, Deontay Johnson, James Washington, and Chase Claypool. Yeah, but Claypool's like the uh, Plexico Burris type guy. Ah. Um, and I think if he can uh, really solidify, solidify that role, then I think he can be out there more, play more snaps, and potentially hold some value as the year goes on. I see. Um. Right. Yeah, I, I think those are guys that are, you know, kind of that are probably on the waiver wire that like hold some value to me. Um, maybe even Peyton Barber is probably on a, still a lot of waiver wires. Like if he's still going to get that many touches, that's get, that's got to have some value. Yeah, I. I mean, he scored. I don't think that's going to last that long, though. I gotta say, maybe like a few probably weeks, not. but you really don't want to. But I'm saying in terms of like guys right now that are on the waiver wire that I think have some sort of value you don't want to get stuck starting peyton barber um yeah i would absolutely not want to be starting peyton barber but if you're when push comes to shove you know if you're looking for some guys out there i think he's a guy that if you have to get a running back and all the running backs are gone i guess so i get standard leagues only it's 15, 15 touches um I'd I'd want him more than some of the other guys that are there than Jamal Williams. Yeah, at least not at this Adrian point. Peterson. Give me AP. Yeah, but I think he's probably taken up in most leagues, or at least you know 40, 50 yeah. percent of leagues. Well, especially the name. Dallas Goddard should be owned in every league. We know that. If we if we if we learn one thing today. <laughs> oh boy! Here we go! Here we go! <laughs> if we learn we one go. thing today, it's that you need to roster and start Dallas Goddard. Dallas pay dirt. Yeah, and then and then uh tout him as a top three tight end if Hertz gets hurt. <laughs> um and also the best tight end in Philly. And yeah, I mean I I would be more excited if Ertz didn't get seven targets. And I know, like I said, I'll be interested to also see when Alshon comes back and see what kind of targets he takes from the tight ends. Because, you know, he's just in our big target, especially end zone targets, which yeah. are obviously valuable. All right. Um, well, let's uh, let's let's. I think we did it. I think we did it. We did it here for week Maybe. two. What, sure. What, what what was your biggest surprise from week one? Um, I don't know if I was surprised at much. I, I mean, I was just so happy. Like I just found myself being so joyful at certain points on Sunday. That's good. Yeah, that's good. And it wasn't really, really about my team. It. I didn't. Was, I, my uh, team wasn't even looking great at that point. I just felt good watching football again and i was just enjoying i found i I found myself losing myself in it just having fun (laughs) that's great how about you that's awesome thanks i'm happy for you i was yeah i had a lot of fun i was watching um watched the bears game then watched the did the red zone and yeah it was just nice I, i surprised um i guess i was kind of surprised how how poorly the quarterback fantasy mm. points were because we started off in this two two uh, quarterback league now or you can play two quarterbacks at a time and there weren't a ton of quarterbacks that even scored over 20 points yeah um that was kind of a little surprising to me and it makes me think you know these teams are still getting some rust off still figuring out what they're doing um so we'll see but that was kind of surprising to me that that maybe some weeks i won't start two quarterbacks i dare you going that route 
Um, I dare you. I may. To. I mean, fuck. Jared Goff scored ten some points for me, so it would have probably been better to start somebody else. Paris Campbell. Yeah, I think in a superflex, it's pretty much always um, good practice to start that second QB, uh, unless you're just completely loaded at a different position, or you're on a bye week and you can't scramble or trade for one. Don't go crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Or you're, or you're seeing your, or you're seeing that second QB only scoring, you know. 15 points you're saying well i think this guy's gonna score well, well then you should hope your third qb would uh would be a better fill-in uh that given week i think yeah i think the the obviously the floor for court Q, qbs are is way higher than any other position so you're probably going to want to start a qb i was just kind of surprised because i just thought oh like the top scoring quarterback was who Russell Wilson. Uh, yeah, or Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah. I think it was Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and then Lamar Jackson. And then Mahomes was down at yeah. like eight or nine. Yeah, I think those will even out. Yeah, um, uh, Dak didn't have an especially great game. Um, I just think that. Well, we saw yeah. last night's game, even though I don't know how good those defenses are, both those quarterbacks they scored quite better. a bit of points. I know Burrow yeah. had over. 30, yeah, I just think know. maybe a little bit of rustiness, but yeah, not not as many touchdown passes in week one. Yeah, that was kind of surprising. Yeah. So, yeah, a little fluky probably. Um, hopefully seeing, you know, more points scored. I, I think just games where there's tons it of points is. is just it's fun. It so much is. It's just fun. And yeah. I led our league in points this week. So uh, thank you very much, our, our league. Yeah, well, hopefully somebody – hopefully I'll be able to trade a middling running back for one of the best <laughs> in the league this year. Okay, everybody. Thank you for listening to uh that stupid fantasy football show we'll be back next week if you want to join us i think we'll probably do this again next friday that would be september 28th 2020 yeah we're recording this uh at 3 10 eastern right now so anytime before that we might be on this i mean fuck we might be why don't you follow us on twitter don't 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 expect expect us us. because any given week we will not be there <laughs> and just when you're least expecting it, we'll be there. Yeah, and then you'll love it. So, uh, all right, everybody, thank you very much. Yeah.